Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones, and this is episode 74 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. Now, you might know that I started shooting and posting a photo every day in 2022. Well, COVID messed that up, messed that up for about two weeks, and I thought I would be able to get back to it. Well, the cough that came with the COVID got hold of me, and it's not easy to compose a photo when you're coughing every 30 seconds, so... I've missed quite a few days. I'm starting to get back in. I've done two days in a row now. I'm feeling a bit better. Uh, it's just an awful, it's a nothing cough. Like, it just does your head in. Anyway, I was going to give it up, but so many people have asked me where my daily photos were. Uh, so I've decided I'm going to continue. Okay, this week's episode is Find Your Niche. I was going to call it Shoot What You Know. It didn't have the uh, same ring to it, so... Find your niche. Now, most photographers that are just starting out shoot family portraits. It's the perfect place to practice and develop your photo skills. But you you are starting in a position where you know the people around you. You know how the family group works. I was on my local Facebook group yesterday and someone wanted a recommendation for a family portrait photographer. So I kept an eye on this one. It was interesting. There must have been 15 different photographers mentioned in the replies. At least 15. They're probably still posting them now. Everyone's got a favorite because they used them. It's such a competitive market. So what I'm going to do now is ask you, do you really want to be competing in that marketplace with a really oversaturated marketplace like family portraits? Now, if you niche down and picked a marketplace with very little competition, you can control your pricing and you can have lots of bookings. In a busy marketplace, you have to undercut your competition on price and that is just basically a race to the bottom. It's not a good thing. One of the things that you can use to help you find a niche that is not our niche if you're in the States, I guess. One of the questions I'm going to ask you now is, if you have a job at the moment or you've had jobs, what is it? In fact, make a list of all the jobs that you've had. Think about all those businesses you've worked for and all the times that they would use photos, whether it's the uh, manager's business card, whether it's a, a flyer that went out with a local newspaper. Maybe they use the images to decorate the offices. It could be for anything, but just think about those businesses and where and when they use photos. Like maybe you work as a truck driver. The company would need photos for their fleet of trucks, for their advertising, or one of their trucks driving down a highway, maybe driving by a landmark, a local landmark, over a certain bridge or going by a, the, the city hall. They'll also need images for the corporate offices for promotional brochures. So think about your job at the moment or any jobs you've been in where you understand how that business works and where they would use photos. Now, quite a few years back, I spoke with a photographer that worked in the oil industry as a pipe fitter when he was in his 20s. The knowledge that he gained from working in that industry allowed him to start a photography business shooting oil installations, corporate offices, corporate headshots for some huge oil corporations. That's out west here in Canada. Now, if he hadn't worked in it initially, maybe he was working in 
a different part of the country and he was doing anything else. He might have been a pipe fitter somewhere else, but he wouldn't know the ins and outs and who to contact in the oil industry in Canada. So having a little bit of inside knowledge gives you that little boost when you're starting out. Think about all your work experiences and make a list of all the photography needs for every business that you've worked for or any that you know of. Next, we're going to do hobbies and interests. Now, do you have a hobby or interests? If you do, think about how the hobby items that you buy are presented to you when you're going to buy them. If you knit, if you're a knitter, think about the wool, the needles, knitting machine and the pattern companies. Think about how they advertise, where they advertise, how the information gets to you. Nowadays, the chances are it's going to be on the web, but they have, so that means they've got a website. So a lot of information is on there about these companies. Even your local knitting supply store needs photos for advertising, brochures, websites, business cards, whatever you can think of, write it down. Having a good knowledge of an industry is key to selling your services to these companies. If you can speak the language and understand all the terminology of that industry, you have a great advantage over all the other photographers. Again, going back quite a few years when I was shooting dog agility, I tried to get into dog confirmation shows, which are the same as Westminster Dog Show and Crufts in Britain. Those are the big examples of them, but these were local shows, but there was quite a bit of money involved in it. I didn't get any of the events because... The lady in charge of it said I needed to know how each breed should stand when I'm taking a photo. If I had experience competing in these shows, I would already have the necessary knowledge and I would have walked into it. It wouldn't have been a problem, but because I had no knowledge of it, I didn't know how they were run. I didn't know anything about them. I just didn't get the work and I'm glad I didn't because it would have made a real old mess of it. When I bought my first DSLR, it was so that I could shoot my daughter's figure skating events. I knew how the events were run, what the parents wanted, and I was the only local one. And that is why I was successful getting a lot of them. Now, do you have kids and do they play sports? Think about the photos you were sold when you, every year, guarantee you, you got to buy photos. Think about how you could improve it. So many sports clubs just accept what they're given a team photo, a single portrait, trading cards have been around for decades. Yes, they sell, but wouldn't a kid rather have a great big poster or a collage of some type up on the bedroom wall? It's got to be more pleasing for the kid and the family, I'm sure, than just getting these trading cards that disappear in a drawer. If you need to compete in a busy marketplace, you need to stand out and offer more than your competitors. Now, this will work. I've done it myself. It works. But the competition will find ways to catch up. Once you see what you're doing, the year after, your advantage is gone. So choosing a smaller niche, a smaller marketplace is the way to go. If you don't find a niche you can work in, try looking around at local businesses. The bigger the better and dig deep on them. Find as much out about them as you can. Check out their websites. Do they have a yearly report available? Do their brochures suck? Are there headshots taken with an iPhone? You'll see lots of times where someone stood against a, a white wall and they've taken a, an awful picture with a phone and they just pop that up as their portrait, their headshot, and it looks absolutely terrible. So the trick is to find their weakness. What is weak? Is the website weak? The images on the website? Are their portraits bad? 
find out what their weakness is and offer to fix it. If there are lots of large corporations in your area, find something that they all have in common. Your niche could be something like shooting corporate headshots or supplying images for year-end reports. Specializing in this type of photography will definitely take you out of a crowded marketplace like family portraits like we started with. While I was writing writing all this out, I suddenly got a, a flash of inspiration and I almost started another company. But anyway, the idea was creating calendars for large corporations. That has to be a small marketplace. They only do it in probably October leading up to Christmas for them to send out for New Year. But the potential profits are huge and I mean massive. I would think that printing companies would offer these calendars and then the corporation would have, then have to hire a photographer to get the good quality images of their business. Now, if you offered the calendars and the photos as, as one package, you would be more appealing to all these corporations. Just one contact point and one price. So you've got a big advantage over these print shops. All right. I hope that gave you some ideas for your business. If you can find a niche or niche, the chances you will succeed are way better. It's it's just chalk and cheese, basically. The difference is massive. Just going around in circles, dropping your price, doing family portraits, going about it that way is fine. You might be very successful. You might not have any competition in your area, then go for it. But the chances are, if you're in a bigger town or city, everyone who starts out is going to do it and they're all going to undercut you. And you go around in circles year after year and you don't get anywhere. Because I've been there and I've done that and I know what happens. So go through what I've just told you and try and find a niche that works. It's better to be a big fish in a small sea than a small fish in a big sea. I don't know why it sounds right, but it does. So you're way better off, even if you've got two competitors. It's nothing compared with... 15 or 20 competitors and trust me people in wanting family portraits done a lot of them rarely look at your work they just want price so they're going to just go down to the bottom every time so don't be down the bottom go be somewhere else getting lots of money off these big corporations or clubs or whatever so think about what you know and try to find a niche or niche that will work for you if you can't come up with one work on finding one locally educate yourself about industries do it across all different industries if you want, like, commercial headshots. There's not that many people doing commercial headshots, maybe two or three in a town. An extra one will be fine. The, some of these uh, industrial parks that are being built around the cities and towns around here, it's, it's incredible how many businesses there are now. So I think the work is unlimited, so just get out there and go for it. Just think about all the different angles you can serve, clubs, businesses, and people in your area. If you're stuck, contact me on the Facebook group. Uh, there's a link in the show notes and I'll help you out because I love brainstorming this kind of stuff. Oh, and before I go, I want to thank Doom Owl, D-O-O-M, Doom, Doom Owl and Beachbum61590 for leaving five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps the podcast go higher in the ratings and I get a lot more downloads because of it. So thanks again. I really appreciate it. If you feel like you could leave me a little bit of feedback um, on Apple or any of the other platforms, please feel free. As long as it's five star, of course. If all the others, no, I don't want them. Just five stars, good. Right then, this episode is officially over. I'll be back next week with more Waffle. 
Have a good week. Bye.